What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. You living life as a gringo Where you question where you fit in every time you mingle They say you do this with not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Life as a Gringo I am Dramos, of course And man, we are, are back with a brand new episode And I wanted to, to share something that I've been working on Kind of privately and Man, that just has been like really profound for me, even though we've gotten to do it. We've only gotten to do, it, I should say, a couple of times. And that is having a mastermind, right? And, and when I say mastermind, it's like a, a group of people that come together with a common goal in mind for like personal growth and helping each other and, and sharing and um, exchanging ideas and motivating one another, right? And I'm coming off of like a, a really rough couple of weeks with some some family stuff. And, you know, my my energy levels have been real low, just kind of carrying around, I think, all that stress and trying to work um, through it in both the spiritual sense as well as the physical sense of, of just getting up and pushing through to get all the shit you need to get done. And I had one of these mastermind meetups that I, I had organized. Um, I had it last week. And afterwards, it was just like, I don't know, it was very therapeutic for me. And I kind of wanted to share a bit from it on today's show and, and discuss this whole idea of uh, a mastermind. And if you've ever read the book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, this is one of the kind of essential things he talks about, you know, um, when it comes to building the life that you want with wealth and success. And um, I organized a private one uh, for, for anybody who follows me on Instagram at DJ Dramos. You, you might have seen that I was posting, you know, anybody who wants to join a, a mastermind, let me know, or would you be interested? And then I, I reached out to a handful of people who have been just like avid listeners of this podcast since day one, people who are constantly messaging me or trying to exchange ideas with me. And I kind of collected this this small group of, of people to, to come together and create this, this private mastermind group. And we've only done it twice thus far, but for me, it's been, like I said, very therapeutic, and I feel like People are getting something out of this, getting 
something out of seeing a group of people who look like you or have similar backgrounds to you also trying to push themselves for, for personal growth, particularly when you talk about people of color, you know, where I've, I've talked about this before. I don't know if I've talked about it publicly, but when I, I do like my, my, my personal growth retreat that I went away to, you know, really nice people, but majority of which, you know, wealthy white people. And as much as I enjoyed our time together and, and genuinely did and met some really, really beautiful, beautiful people that I still keep in contact with till this day, I couldn't help but ask, you know, where are, are the people from my community who are looking to better themselves, you know, and, and realizing that this isn't a topic we often talk about or when it comes to spending money on things like this, we don't feel like it's worth spending our hard earned money on it, you know, because that's a privilege, right? And so many of us are, are kind of just in this building phase of life and trying to get better. And we weren't taught that it's okay to, to spend, you know, money and time on things for self-care and personal growth. In fact, that they are essential, you know, um, we were always taught that that's things for rich white people and not for us, you know, things like therapy and, and, and so on and so forth. So for me, it was like, how can I create a space that I see more people that look like me who maybe didn't think that, you know, things like this were for them, that wellness, that self-care, you know, talk, uh, man, not talk therapy, but just like talking out in general with, with like-minded individuals, didn't think that was something that they would be privy to or that they found strange in general. And how can I kind of deliver it in a way that takes a bit of that, I don't know, takes the veil away, I guess you could say, or takes some of the stigma away um, from the idea of just like having a group of people that you share ideas with and, and are vulnerable with, you know? So that's what we created um, with this mastermind. I'm calling it the Just Be Social Club. And, you know, it's closed right now. We're, we're keeping it to small groups. I'm, I'm thinking of starting a second one for anybody that's interested. If you want to possibly be a part of it, we could put you on the waiting list. You could just send an email to Brenda at mindofayounglord.com. I'll put the, the link for that in the, the show notes here, um, the, the show description. So you can email her and just let her know that you want to be put on the, the waiting list for potentially another mastermind. But coming full circle before I go off on a tangent, this has been one of the things I think lacking in my life and from the conversations I've been having with those in this group, theirs as well, where you have like-minded individuals who are chasing after similar things to you or are trying to push against what is you know society's norm and don't feel like they have people around them in their everyday life who are understanding of it or are, are striving for the same thing. And we've all heard that quote that you're like the, you know, um, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I've kind of adapted for myself at a young age, even through the internet, that I wasn't going to necessarily be thinking of that in a literal sense, like the, the friends that I'm around, you know, especially um, by the time I was already kind of getting into this, this sort of wellness stuff, I was in, you know, small town, New Jersey. But I, I knew that I could at least surround myself with public figures via the internet and books and things like that. And that's what I've done. You know, somebody like Nipsey Hussle is one of the five people I spend the most time with, even though um, he's no longer with us. And I've never had a personal relationship with him. Right. And I think that it's important to to have keep those kinds of ideas in mind. You know, you have to have people around you or people that whose words you're constantly ingesting and content you're constantly ingesting that inspire you to do better, right? And that's the idea with this mastermind, obviously doing it in a way where it's more so actually tangible people you could speak to. Um, that's the, the greater idea with it. But in general, just thinking about the people you spend time with and what they're inspiring you to do or not do, right? Somebody like Nipsey Hussle has inspired me to strive for greatness, to strive for ownership, to 
um, give back to my community, right? And those are all incredible, incredible attributes. And that's why he's somebody who I constantly am reading about, listening to interviews, um, putting his, his, you know, interviews on in the background if I'm working on something, just so subconsciously things are just kind of seeping into my brain and some of his knowledge is, is getting in there and I'm being inspired. And that's what the idea of this mastermind is about, what the idea of masterminds in general are about. So I thought on today's show, I would share some parts of the last two masterminds that I did. We'll, we'll you know, cut out certain conversations for people's um, privacy. But I, I thought it'd be a really good way to kind of introduce this idea of like like-minded individuals who are just trying to be better than the previous generation coming together and leaning on one another. You know, we have like a group chat of the people in this mastermind and we share ideas or or share things that inspired us or, you know, med- meditations or blogs, books, whatever it might be, you know, all with the effort to to inspire somebody to um, surround themselves with with things or people or content that is inspiring them to be better, you know? So I want to share, um, like I said, some of those those talks that I, I gave in the mastermind, and we'll do that for me, hence this segment. Um, but before that, I do just kind of want to quickly dive into the power behind the mastermind and the idea and and my personal inspiration for wanting to start one, um, the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. So we'll we'll hear what he has to say about masterminds and why they are so important or in general, just like a group of people with like-minded, you know, interest and motivation coming together, the power that there is in that. And we'll talk about that in our For the People in the Back segment. Say a lot for the people in the back. All right, so first and foremost, the, the quote that always comes to mind, I think I've shared this on the show before, it's from Nipsey Hussle. I want to kind of start the, the basis there, but he said, if you look at the people in your circle and don't get inspired, then you don't have a circle, you have a cage. And I've read that so many times on various podcasts, interviews, whatever it is, but this is, is the basis of it all, right? And again, like I said, it doesn't literally always have to be the people around you. Granted, you don't want to surround yourself with people who are doing nothing in life. But those of us who don't have access to a big city where you're constantly having creative individuals or people striving for the same thing, the people you surround yourself with could be those whose content that you ingest on a regular basis, right? And, uh, or even further, it could be a, a virtual mastermind like the one that I'm hosting and, and hopefully that we can kind of begin growing and, and adding more people to in the form of, of other groups. But the inspiration, like I said, was the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. If you haven't read it, it's, you know, oftentimes regarded as one of the greatest books of all time. It is uh, a book that was written ages ago, but still is completely relevant to today's world. And still, like every time you kind of read something from it, you learn something new. And I've picked it up on and off for years at this point, and it's it's always left a profound impact on, on me. Um, now, in that book, when they talk about the mastermind, Napoleon Hill says, power is required for the accumulation of money. Power is necessary for the retention of money after it has been accumulated. Now, money, first and foremost, I know sounds like a dirty word. I'm going to interject here. Um, The idea of money is not like you're trying to be rich for the sake of being rich, but more so getting the amount of money that leads you to a happy and comfortable life, right? And I think you could interchange money with any sort of goal or career, aspiration, whatever it might be. Now, moving on to, to what he says about the mastermind, Napoleon Hill says, 
The mastermind may be defined as coordination of knowledge and effort in a spirit of harmony between two or more people for the attainment of a definite purpose. And he says, no individual may have great power without availing himself to the mastermind, right? And and he's talking about building a group of two or more people who have a similar goal in their life, be it be a successful business person, successful investor, creative, whatever it might be. People who are striving to work for themselves. If all three of you are striving to be, you know, um, self-employed, doesn't matter if you're in the same industry. Like you guys have the same goal in mind, and you're going to help each other in that pursuit uh, by sharing ideas and 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 being able to lean on one another in the moments that you know you're not feeling inspired or confident, right? And that's the whole idea of of, of a mastermind. And he talks about there's a couple of different phases of the mastermind. He says the psychic phase of the mastermind principle is much more abstract much more difficult to comprehend because it has reference to the spiritual forces with which the human race as a whole is not well acquainted. You may catch a significant suggestion from this statement. No two minds ever come together without thereby creating a third invisible, intangible force which may be likened to a third mind, right? So it's a lot of fancy ways of saying that two heads coming together, two brains coming together can create the equivalent of of a third person, right? That that you can can gain knowledge as if you've just added a, another brain into your life, right? That the two of you created this whole other person that is now combined with the the knowledge that the two of you have shared to each other, right? Again, it's the idea of of learning what you don't know and 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 adding this sort of um, extra knowledge or inspiration or method of thinking to your repertoire, right? That can only come from sharing ideas with a like-minded person. Now, he goes on to say, analyze the record of any man who has accumulated a great fortune and many of those who have accumulated modest fortunes, and you will find that they have either consciously or unconsciously employed the mastermind principle. Great power can be accumulated through no other principle. And to me, what I think about this, how it applies to many of, of you who grew up in, in a similar circumstance to, to myself, think about the fraternities, right? And I've talked about like uh, Harvard University, how I think it was something like one third of their uh, graduating class in, in 2022 were legacy students, meaning that they had a father or family member who was also a previous Harvard graduate. And you think about this. The fact that their family had the opportunity to go to an elite school like Harvard now gives them an advantage for generations to come. They are now a part of this invisible club of, of alumni of Harvard. And with that comes connections and leverage and power, essentially, right, is what Napoleon Hill is talking about. But that power comes from having a group of people who have chosen to operate in such a manner, right? And who, by proxy of what they've done coming together, now create opportunities for others, right? And I know I'm kind of like, uh, kind of going all over the place a little bit with, with my my thought process here, but the, the idea is that as people of color in this country, we were all born with a disadvantage, right? Particularly when you talk about the idea of wealth, and, and I'm speaking generally here, but those who are of, of immigrant backgrounds, you know, um, shit, if you were just a person of color in this country, 
you face the setbacks that, that racism has instilled and the white supremacy that still exists um, because it's ingrained so deeply in the fabric of this country. Whereas white people are a part of a, a club just by being white. And because they've been the elite for so long, have connections that we as people of color don't have, right? They have experience that we as people, we as people of color don't have, right? They've held executive roles, power right there. We are now just beginning to uh, start pushing for real diversity, right? But it's no no secret as to why um, you know the the government had to implement diversity practices because those in charge were just hiring more of the same. And even if they didn't know you personally, you were automatically a part of the the club of just being white. And and probably more than that, many of these people had some sort of family connections, generationally, whatever it might be, right? But that's why with the mastermind, when you're coming together with like-minded individuals, the point I'm trying to get at here is you are building that group that is creating leverage in some sort of way. Maybe it doesn't show itself right now, but if you are all sharing a similar mindset to life where it's one of helping each other out uh, to get to where you want to be, that person that you now join this group with and are, are working in conjunction with Somewhere down the line, they might have a connection that you can utilize because you have that relationship or uh, they might now be in a power position and your child is looking for a job. Now you have that connection, right? We have to take action on, on things like this, right? Because the world is not just going to open itself up for us. Again, we are already at a disadvantage. We are not a part of these societal clubs that have existed for white people. So we have to to really be proactive in creating our own opportunities. And that comes with partnering together, building community, as I've spoken about so much. And the mastermind is so, so much a part of that, right? We're all building a relationship together uh, with the idea that we have similar goals in mind of becoming better um, humans and also better for our community and trying to be people who um, uplift one another and uplift the community and try to, you know, man, get rid of the generational curses and all of the above. And, and having a group of people that you can lean on that all have their own different, you know, um, skills and experiences in life and their own relationships, that puts you at far more of an advantage than somebody who's literally just, you know, starting from the bottom and, and trying to make their way in this world. You, you never actually get to the top without some sort of help, right? Just like Napoleon Hill said here, great power can be accumulated through no other principle, right? It's the mastermind principle. Now, the other part of the, the mastermind principle that he speaks about is energy is nature's universal set of building blocks out of which she constructs every material thing in the universe, including man, and every form of animal and vegetable life. Through a process which only nature completely understands, she translates energy into matter, right? And he goes on to say, nature's building blocks are available to man in the energy involved in thinking. Man's brain can be compared to an electric battery. It absorbs energy from the ether, which permeates every atom of matter and fills the entire universe. It's a well-known fact that a group of electric batteries will provide more energy than a single battery. It is also a well-known fact that an individual battery will provide energy in proportion to the number and capacity of the cells it contains. The brain functions in a similar fashion. This accounts for the fact that some brains are more efficient than others and leads to this significant statement. A group of brains coordinated or connected in a spirit of harmony will provide more thought energy than a single brain. 
just as a group of electric batteries will provide more energy than a single battery. Through this metaphor, it becomes immediately obvious that the mastermind principle holds the secret of the power wielded by men who surrounded themselves with other men of brains. And the last thing I, I pulled from the book on this, he says, there follows now another statement which will lead still nearer to an understanding of the psychic phase of the mastermind principle. When a group of individual brains are coordinated and function in harmony, the increased energy created through that alliance becomes available to every individual brain in that group. Now, pick up the book if you want to read more. I just want to kind of get the gist of like the idea of, of the power that comes from, from people coming together, right? But he, he's talking about how when you're all exchanging ideas, you're then exchanging energy, right? If I'm fucking hyped and I'm believing I'm going to do this, that's going to rub off on you, right? And, and vice versa, we'll be feeding off each other. And the way that my mind thinks is inevitably different than the way your mind thinks, right? Now, both have their strengths. But now if I can see the world through the way your mind is thinking, I might be looking at a particular problem or opportunity from a totally different vantage point that now allows me to have some sort of advantage there or, or allows me to see um, an opportunity further than what my mind was allowing, right? And vice versa. Like me being able to talk out ideas with someone is going to give me far more of an understanding of, of, of this thing that I'm chasing after or, or trying to, um, you know, be able to, to understand fully, right? And that's what this whole idea is. When we are exchanging ideas, when we are coming together and, and uh, you know, just putting our brains together, we are creating this energy field that is palpable and that is contagious. And, and that is what happens when you have a group of like-minded individuals coming together. And that's what I was feeling when I did the, the mastermind this last week where I had really low energy. But when I got in that, that Zoom with this group of people who are all sharing and looking to better themselves and sharing ideas and responses, like I felt energized after that, right? And, and I can't quantify that. You know what I mean? Like I, it, it's not something I can, I can touch physically, but I know the feeling that happened. And it was because all of us came together for, for the greater good of, of ourselves and the group. And that energy, again, it, it's contagious. And that's what I felt. And that's why it's so important to just organize yourself around people. Again, it doesn't have to be a gigantic group, but whomever you can that will inspire you. Um, it, it, it's just a wildly important thing. And that's what I'm trying to build with, man, the mastermind as a whole. Like I, I have this vision for it being something far larger and, and possibly like my own spiritual growth retreat that I, I help kind of run again, because I just think I want to see more people who look like us, who come from our backgrounds and have our understanding at the forefront of something like this and, and, and co-signing that it's a safe space. And, and I just know the profound impact that something like the Hoffman process had on my life. And even the studying I've done before and since then has had on my life. And I want so badly for this to just be normalized in our community because it will only propel us further and, and, and men help us break so many terrible generational curses and also just propel us forward, you know, um, because we are behind, uh, you know, white people in this country. And it's, it's of course, uh, mainly a, a cause of, a, of, of systemic racism. But this is something that can, can help kind of propel our, our movement forward and, and help us play catch up, I think, just a bit quicker, you know, having these types of conversations, sharing ideas and, and, and energy at the end of the day. Now, with that said, I want you guys to check out some parts of the, the recent mastermind that I did. 
And, and I just want to kind of share some of the concepts that I'm talking about that hopefully inspire people and hopefully encourage people to want to do better, but, but also begin to think about how you can create something like this for your life. Or like I said, potentially, if you're interested, maybe we can make another, another group if, if this is something that you think you, you need in your life. Now, with that said, we're going we're gonna to get into our Mijente segment. But first, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. All right, so like I promised, I want to share some of the clips from from previous mastermind um, that that I did with uh, with our private group over here. The first one we were kind of just talking about mindset work and and creating your theme for for the year, you know, and and then also you know talking about the way that we set goals. This is something I wrote about in, in the book I just put out, Just Be, um, and kind of fixing your mindset when it comes to how we think about goals and, and the meaning behind them. And, and also we talk about routines, why they're so important. So um, let's just dive in and play some, some different clips and things like that from it. And, and hopefully you, you get something out of it. Hopefully it inspires you in the same way that I was inspired after doing each and every one. So check it out. Happy to see everybody, everybody, everybody hopping on here. I think it's such a, a cool thing. This brings me back to the days of the Instagram lives that we used to do. Um, I know there's a, a couple of people who, who've been with me since, since back then, uh, each and every day we've been hopping on there. But I wanted to, to do something a little bit different that I felt like could connect with, with y'all in a deeper way. And feel free to, to you know, go in the chat and, and comment back and forth and things like that. I want it to be very conversational, but I've always wanted to 
surround myself with people who are all about, you know, growth and becoming better and, and challenging themselves. And I didn't have anybody like that growing up, nobody in my hometown, nobody that I could relate to in that way. I can remember reading the book, Think and Grow Rich. And they talk about like, assemble a mastermind, get like a bunch of people together that, you know, you guys can inspire one another and hold each other accountable and, and make these goals and these dreams. And I was like, yo, I don't got a, a group of people that I know would be down for something like that. So for me, the, the goal with this was to, to really kind of hone in on that, that word community, right? And, and all that I feel like I've been trying to, to build. And this is just kind of a, a deeper way of doing so. You know, I mean, of course, we get the podcast and social media and all that different stuff. But I don't get to speak to people in real time. I don't get to hear other people's stories. I don't get to exchange ideas in real time. And that's something that is always kind of like, um, I felt was missing from from the dynamic. So that, that's kind of the idea, you know, with this whole mastermind, right? And and to start it off, I had had a, a conversation with somebody. Um, I was a guest on their podcast, I think it was the day before yesterday. And, and they were telling me that instead of setting a New Year's resolution, they instead would choose one or two words that they felt like would represent their year. And I thought that that was a really profound way to kind of think of, of, of one's year, you know, and kind of giving yourself a, a title and a theme for, for what you wanted your, your life to look like for this year. And I'm going to actually ask each and every one of you guys to choose one or two words and we'll, we'll share it together in a little bit. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll share mine first because I think, you know, it's, it's a bit obvious I've been talking about community and that's 100% one of those, those words that I'm choosing for myself this year, you know, I feel like I've been like in the woods building for so long. And now I really want to be able to like, just have people that I can go to to exchange ideas with and um, that we can inspire one another. And the second word I chose for myself was presence. You know, I think that life moves so quickly, we all have so much shit going on, you know, and it's, um, it's difficult to cultivate that, that presence that that kind of being in the moment, but it's so essential, you know, because life life passes by, you know, so quickly. And I've noticed, you know, for me, when I've been too focused on my career, my personal relationships suffer, when I am taking on too many things, or I'm not passionate about what I'm doing, I'm kind of like in autopilot. And I don't know where the fuck the days are going. And neither of which I feel like are, uh, you know, a part of a life that's worth living. So those are my two words for for the year that I'm, I'm setting for myself community and presence. And that's kind of the book, I think, was the, the basis for a reminder of that. You know, um, that's why I called it Just Be, um, where it's, it's really a reminder for myself to like just be in that moment, be in that present moment. And that was something I took away. I think some of you have heard me talk about this before, but I went away last year um, to a, a personal, I don't know, like a growth retreat. Uh, we went away into the woods. It was called the Hoffman Process. I went away for a week. And one of the things that stuck with me from there were those two words just be like when I left that 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 place, um, I wrote it down in my journal, just those two words. And I found myself kind of going back to it over and over again, because it's just a very simple way of like, looking at life, like whatever you're doing, you know, you're playing with your kids, you are, you know, at work doing what you do, like, that should be the only thing you're thinking of. That's the most important thing in the world in that moment, whatever it is you are presently doing. And that's kind of something I wanted to make sure I implemented into my life, especially as somebody who has 50 million things going on at one time and has a ton of different ideas and, 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 and all kinds of different things, you know. But for me, you know, now, having done so much work and 
being blessed to share this this information on a consistent basis, you know. Um, I also recognize that not everybody can go in the fucking woods for a week and pay thousands of dollars to, you know, sit around and uh, talk about their feelings. So I, I wanted to to be able to do something, you know, similar. I'm not as qualified as the people that were, were leading me, but I still wanted something that I think we can all call home and a safe space that we can all kind of ask questions and lean on one another. Um, and particularly for people that look like us, you know, uh, the idea of wellness and spirituality and personal growth are are not things that many of us grew up with, you know, sort of being the norm. You know, um, I've always thought of meditation and things like yoga and all that kind of stuff. Um, they were things that rich white people did, you know, and the reality is like we deserve to have have that space. There's a reason why people do those things. You know, we don't have to be living in the struggle, in the grind that is historically what happens to so many of our families you know, um, from, from our communities. And I want to begin to try and be a vessel that, that breaks some of those curses where we're not just kind of like, uh, told to pray it away when we're going through a tough time or to, to be told that our mental health isn't a real thing, or to be told that we're lazy when we feel like we need a break, um, you know, because we've been working so much, you know, or, uh, even many people from an immigrant background, you know, parents working multiple jobs, like, they didn't have space for a break. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have the opportunity, the ability to do that. And I think all of us need to be able to pass down to the next generation something better than what we were taught. And, and that's what kind of, you know, all of this is, is a part of. And that's the, the long-term goal with this whole mastermind, you know, is, is bringing like-minded people together, again, sharing in, in, you know, what we're going through or what we're trying to work through and, and cultivating a, a safe space without, you know, sounding too, kumbaya or, or hokey but just knowing that you're not alone in all the shit that you're you're going through i think is to me one of the most in, important things um so again it's about creating that community a safe place to go to and and to be a part of something bigger than ourselves and, and also have people who are are rooting for you and people who want to hold you accountable because they want the best for you and that's the the goal for all of this stuff and and my hope you know for for what hope you know everybody will get out of this um, you know, at the, at the end of what we do, I plan on trying to do this once a month. So it, it's going to be kind of an ongoing thing. Now, with that said, that is kind of the inspiration, the motivation behind it. And I want to make it clear that I am not an expert. I am figuring this shit out as I go along, just like anybody else. I am just putting in the work and I'm sharing with you my findings and I'm constantly changing them. I'm constantly rewriting my story. Um, and, and I want to make sure that everybody knows that I'm not sitting up here as somebody who thinks they have it all figured out. You know, um, we're all struggling to, to make sense of, of life on an ongoing basis. And, um, you know, the idea is just to be sharing, you know, um, things that, that can help somebody and, and, and hopefully, um, you know, push them closer to the, the person that they want to be. And I look forward to hopefully learning some shit from some of y'all and, and, and back and forth having that, that dialogue, because again, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. We're, I'm figuring out just like anybody else, you know. Now, a couple of topics I did want to touch was, you know, I, I said this in the last podcast episode, but I wanted to reiterate it that, you know, regardless of if we're aware of it, positive or negative, intentional or not, every single thing that we do has an effect on the world in some way, shape or form, right? And and be it the way that you talk to the um, the, the person behind the counter at Starbucks in the morning, uh, you know, the, the person that you flip off in traffic, whatever it is. Right. Like 
we all have some sort of effect and that has a domino effect because then that person, based upon how you may have treated them, uh, goes and reacts to somebody else, right? And it continues on. And even people who are fortunate enough to, to have children, you know, everything you do or don't do has an effect on them, right? You know, uh, in the one thing I learned from uh, the, the Hoffman process, they were talking about how even, you know, a child who's only a few months old, they already begin to pick up um, things from their parents that could possibly stick with them for the rest of their lives just by feeling the energy of their parents. You know, if it's anxious, if it's uh, warm, if it's cold, you know, those are things that they can already begin internalizing before they're even able to speak, you know, and and that's why I, I really do fundamentally believe that everything we do truly matters because it has some sort of effect. You know, energy is a, a real thing and transfer of energy is a real thing. But more specifically, as people of color, whether we like it or not, we bear the burden of representing our community every time we do something, right? You know, when, when you see um, something happen in, in the news and it's a person of color or, or when they're talking about it on social media and there's something going on, it's like, oh, that was a Latin person doing that. That was a black person doing that. You know, white people don't have that same thing. When it's a white person, that was John doing that, right? That was that specific person. But us, we speak and represent on behalf of our entire community in our actions. And it's not fair. It's not the way that things should be, but it's the burden that we bear. And, and we need to take that seriously in the way that we move in our everyday life. And again, when you talk about the next generation, it's like there's so much bullshit that we were passed down by people who didn't do the work on themselves. And I love my parents with all of my heart, but them not doing the work on themselves, them not healing their own traumas passed certain things down to me that didn't need to happen in that way, right? And and that's the way I, I want to look at the way I move right now, why I'm so invested in learning about you know, myself and the way the mind works and just growing to become better and healing trauma because I, I don't want to be somebody who keeps poisoning the, the next uh, generation and, and continuing that terrible cycle. So it's just something I want all of us to keep in mind, particularly, you know, um, those of us who are, are, are meeting on here, you know, and, and I think that that's like the overarching intention that I think we, we all should have awareness around. And, and then one other thing I want to talk about was fixing the way that we set goals, right? Because I know for me, it, it's been this toxic thing of like, I set a goal and I just blindly run towards it. And, um, and, and that's all that matters to me until I do it. And then I set, and then I achieve it and I'm unhappy. And I'm like, oh, I just need to set like a bigger goal. And it's just this never ending fucking cycle, right? And I've kind of adapted a new way that I look at goals that I want to share with you guys. And uh, I'm just going to read, I'm going to read a page from, from the book because I, I wrote about this. I was like journaling and I included in it. But I say, um, we're looking at goals all wrong. We're taught to operate in a way that tells us that achieving the goal is the prize. As a result, we end up in an endless cycle where we set a goal and achieve it never to feel as satisfied or happy as we thought we'd be. So what do we do? We set another goal, a bigger one, only to continue this cycle over and over again until we die. We continue to feed our hungry ghosts to no real satisfaction. If we want a chance at real happiness and fulfillment, it's critical that we adapt a reframe. More than a reframe, we need to have an epiphany, a realization that the goal itself is not the prize but instead that the journey it sets us out on is what we should be valuing and celebrating. Goals are really just a fuel in our gas tank. They are the light that illuminates our path as we experience our journey. Now, of course, am I saying that goals aren't important? Absolutely not. 
but their importance lies only in the fact that they give us a vehicle by which to experience life. The journey itself is the real prize, and it's crucial that it be celebrated as such if you hope to enjoy a life of genuine happiness and fulfillment. And I, I want to just quickly expound upon that. And, and for me, I think about all of the goals that I've set, the ones that I have achieved, the ones I haven't achieved. They all played a certain purpose, right? They all, again, were the vehicle that got me to experience life. And, and that's how we have to look at them, right? Because we beat ourselves up if we don't achieve a particular goal or we get so fucking fixated on it that we have blinders on that we don't see anything else besides that goal. And we may have just missed, you know, our calling in life because we were so fixated on it. And, and on top of that, you know, we're left unfulfilled because we just went blindly thinking that we, you know, didn't have to value the journey and we didn't stop to, to be present to it. Right. Like, me wanting to be this, uh, you know, world renowned DJ, like set me on a path to experience life in an incredible way. You know, I got to travel a bunch when I was young. Uh, I got it got me into radio and then radio got me, you know, into all of that you're seeing now. Right. But like I'm not achieving the goal of being uh, Diplo or Steve Aoki. I didn't I didn't hit that 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 goal that I was setting for myself. But I actually found something better that was more suited for me that makes me far happier, right? And and that's because I, you know, at, at that point I allowed myself to pivot away from the goal that I set in place. I didn't think that that was the the end game. And again, that's just one one experience in particular. You know, there's plenty of times where I've just been blind to the goal. I get it, and I'm incredibly unhappy sitting in in that win. You know, so I, I love looking at at it from that analogy that like. The goal is simply just a flashlight to guide you through the dark room. You know what I mean? That that's all it is. It's not the the end game. It is not the um, end of the path. Again, it's simply the light that just illuminates your path to help you keep on walking. So it's one thing I want to share with y'all that's been super helpful to me. And the last thing I want to talk about is the idea of of routine. Um, I think it was 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 saying she has her morning routine of of uh, meditation and things like that. Um, and I think for me, it's been an incredible practice to have a, a routine. You know, prior to, to that, I was somebody who, you know, I woke up, I, I jumped out of bed and just started my day in like chaos, essentially, right? And, and what I've noticed is that starting the day far more grounded, giving myself time to ease into my day has been revolutionary for my mental health. And this is going to look different for all of us. But like, for me, I wake up. I, I walk my dog. I then go in and sit down. I meditate for like 15 minutes. I journal. I just like word vomit, whatever's on my mind in my journal. I don't even ever read it uh, half the time, but it's just emptying my mind of my thoughts. And, and I'm starting the day quietly. And I do all of that before ever checking my phone, right? I don't want to let the noise of the outside world in. Somebody, um, I can't remember who, who this quote comes from, but they said, when you're in your bedroom, and you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is go scrolling on social media. It's as if you are inviting hundreds of people into your bedroom, right? And in real life, none of us, I think, would invite 100 people into the privacy of our bedroom when we wake up first thing in the morning, right? But we do it on social media and without realizing that's exactly what we are doing. We're allowing other people's noise to infiltrate us um, as we get our day started. And, and for me, that's been something that I've been really trying to stick you know, to. And, and it's been incredibly helpful to make sure I'm starting the day slowly and, and easy into it. And listen, we're all going to like fall out of routines. 
I don't, it shouldn't be something that like you don't do it one day and you guilt yourself and like life is over because you forgot to meditate that morning. Um, you have to give yourself flexibility. You know, there's sometimes uh, my life coach was saying like, if your mind is inspired when you wake up and you want to go just like tackle something, go do that. Don't feel like you have to stunt your, your, um, your creativity because you have this asinine, you know, uh, routine that has to happen. Right. But I think it is important to have some sort of intention with the way you start your day. And also it's power, right? It's, it's you saying, I'm in control of my day. I'm not going to let somebody's email dictate what I do right now. I'm not going to let um, the noise of social media, what other people want. I'm going to be the one who takes control uh, of their day. This is for me. I'm the one who sets the tone. And I know as parents, I can imagine it's incredibly difficult. Um, you're probably saying that it's easy for me to say, which I get. But you, know, you, you do your best to adapt to it, right? Whether it's, you know, um, it doesn't have the first thing you wake up in the morning. If it's when you send the kids off to school, you put them down for a nap, just something that that helps get you grounded for for the rest of your day. Um, you know, and and I think that's important to to adapt. Um, and I'm going to include like a couple guided meditations that I personally use um, that I want, you know, y'all can check out if you want to, um, that I think have been really helpful for me. I know not everybody is like super into the idea of meditation or um, doesn't know where to start. And there's been a couple of really great resources that I've had. So I'll share with you guys. But as we're kind of coming to to an end here, um, I would love it if if, you know, this crew would would join me, you know, in doing this every month. Uh, we're going to do it the first Thursday of every month. I, I think you guys have, have been amazing. I feel I feel really energized just by being in a room full of people who were brave enough to to be vulnerable and so open and, and wanting to. Um, man, just be better. Right. And that that's what I've always been looking for. And I hope that you found that as well in, in just this you know, hour that we had together. So um, we'll, we'll be doing that. And I, I kind of want to give a challenge, you know, for those who don't do it, develop a morning routine. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It doesn't have to be an hour long, two hour long thing, but develop some sort of routine that that works for you and try some different things out and and, and try and take notice of how consistently you're doing it. If you're feeling any better, if you've had any different observations. One last thing I will say that I learned from Hoffman process when I meditate, I, I try to check in with the different parts of me. So I try to listen to my body and how's my body feeling? Where am I feeling soreness? Where am I feeling pain? Um, you know, where am I not feeling strong today, right? I listen to, to the senses that my body is giving me. I listen to my intellect, my mind. Is it racing? Is it all over the place? Is it sad? Is it, is it angry? Is it whatever it is? Is it optimistic for the day? Is it excited to get things going? Um, does it need instructions for the day because it's just all over the place? And then also your inner child, right? Your emotional self, um, you know, what, what, what is that part of me feeling? You know, uh, are they feeling neglected? Are they feeling like I haven't set enough time aside to actually have fun to do things that I love? Um, and then the fourth thing that they, they talk about, which is, uh, takes a little bit more kind of visioning. And I'll, I'll try to share. I think it's probably online somewhere, but they talk about, um, your spiritual self, which is you at your absolute best, right? It is you like looking the best you've ever looked, mentally the healthiest, the happiest you've ever felt in your entire life. And you picture that version of yourself standing in front of you. And then you, you, you know, your eyes close and you, you breathe that version of yourself in. And then you just listen for a message that comes, you know, that comes to you, that, that is shared with you, right? In that quietness, in that stillness, in knowing that you have the best version of yourself inside of you. What is the message that, that your, your spiritual self is trying to share with you? And again, this shit sounds really hokey, but for me, it's been really, really kind of like helpful when I, when I start my days and like uh, when I need a little bit of guidance, because I, I do think that 
when we take the time to calm down, to create a still environment, we have so many more answers to, to help ourselves out than we give ourselves credit for. You know, like our body, our minds, they know what we need. We just have to, you know, sit the fuck down and listen sometimes. All right, that's it. I'm not going to keep you guys. I appreciate each and every one of you, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, you know, um, beyond just listening. But I think tonight you guys have solidified and given me something I've been looking for for, for so long, you know, um, just knowing and that reaffirmation of knowing that uh, you're not alone, right? And I think that that's we're all looking for those constant reminders. So I thank you guys so much for, for being a part of that. All right, so those were some clips from the, the previous mastermind that I did. There's a lot more to it, but again, I, I kind of saved the one-on-one kind of group talking that we did. Um, I just don't want to uh, make anybody feel uncomfortable like we're publicly sharing things that they are, are sharing in confidence with our group. Again, if you're interested, we could put you on a waiting list. I'm thinking about starting a second private mastermind group since this one filled up so quickly. Brenda at mindofyounglord.com. Just shoot her an email. Let her know you want to be put on the waiting list and we'll try and figure something out. Um, but with that said, let's uh, let's tie everything we talked about quickly in a neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. But first, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty, beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Time for conclusions. All right. So, I mean, I, I threw a lot at you today in, in terms of the, the content from the Just Be Social Club, our, our mastermind, what the hell a mastermind is in general. And really, I think my, my point in all of this is just to remind you of the importance of community. You know, it takes a village, right? We've all heard that. And, and just recognizing that, yeah, of course, like having time to yourself and pushing yourself and doing things is incredible. But you also have to have people around you that inspire you, that pick you up when you're down that, you know, uh, make you think of life in a different way, think of situations in a different way and, and you know, um, 
are providing you with information that you didn't have, right? All that is important. And again, we don't, we're not all physically lucky enough to be growing up around people like that. When I was younger, for me, it was, you know, the content I read, the authors, the artists that inspired me. And, and to a degree, it still is that. And now, you know, with the advent of, of technology, I get to be a part of a monthly uh, group of people that look like me and, and are striving for similar things in life. And we get to inspire one another, uh, you know, each and every month. So, you know, I just encourage you to think about the idea of community and how important it is and and um, try to develop people in your life that you can lean on that have a, a similar interest and, and figure out a way that, that works for you. But, but again, I think the biggest takeaway, you know, um, from, from this book, and I, I definitely say it's a great starting point, Think and Grow Rich is an amazing book that every successful person I've ever studied talks about. But the, the, the thing that I, I take away is what they talk about, the mastermind principle. They say that great power can be accumulated through no other principle, right? Again, all of these wealthy white people who go to Ivy League schools and get the great jobs, they have a network of people that they are constantly tapping into that has been put forth you know, by, by generations uh, of, of you know, their family and friends coming together and, and trying to lend a hand and work together with one another. And our community um, you know, needs to do a better job of that, of, of uplifting one another and, and uh, putting ourselves in situations that we can all lend each other a, a helping hand. And things like this, like this mastermind, the, the Just Be Social Club that I'm hoping to grow into something bigger, like this is a, a part of that. And again, I, I, I can't stress it enough. You have to figure out a way to, to make this happen in some way, shape, or form into your own personal life because the, the results are, are just, you know, I wouldn't say the results. It's completely necessary, right? Like, last example. I was a part of a network by working at the Breakfast Club. That network gave me the connections to talk to the head of the podcast network that I now have my deal with. Had I have not been a part of that network, which you can also call a mastermind, I would not have had the connections to speak directly to the boss. Now, it's not to say that I may, that I wouldn't have had this podcast. I may or might, may not have. But chances are it probably would have taken a long time for me to get some sort of response of an email. And they may not have even taken me seriously enough at that time to think that I was somebody who should have their own show and let alone be one of the people helping launch this new network, right? But because I was a part of that that group, that network, that mastermind, I was able to use that power to create the life that I've been, been dreaming about, right? The opportunities that I've been dreaming about. And that's a, a real world example of why stuff like this works and, and really what I'm trying to build. And, and even further, more importantly, with like the Just Be Social Club, beyond just connections, it's also like trying to help each other heal and, and become better people, which I think is even, even bigger, right? Now I'm going to get off my soapbox now. Uh, if you, you want to check out the book, justbe.nyc, we are shipping, I think next week, we're going to start shipping the books out. So pre-orders are about to be done. Um, Street Stoke Podcast is out. Just the Social Club, the, the private mastermind group, again, is closed. I'm thinking of opening a second one. If you want to be a part of it, brenda at mindofayounglord.com. Send her an email and let her know you want to be put on the waiting list. And we'll, we'll kind of see from there if we can um, coordinate uh, uh, another group, uh, another monthly mastermind group. I'll leave the, the email address in the show notes so you can check that out. Man, that's it. Thank you all so much for tuning into today's podcast. I'll catch you on Thursday for our Thursday Trends episode. So then, stay safe. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.
Life as a Gringo is a production of the Michael Tura Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.